Good morning, welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning, our weekly study of Mesila Susharim, the great work of the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who charted a path for all of us to be able to live a better life, a better self, to achieve as much as we can a sense of self-actualization, self-perfection, a magnificent formula for living life to its fullest, from mindfulness to alacrity to purging our bad qualities to living a life of discipline and of sovereignty. I want to thank our generous sponsor anonymously of 10-minute meeting series for the year in memory of Dr. Stanley Shwed, Mishalom ben David, Ms. Zina Gelb, Shana Baz David, Mr. Amrim Gelb, Avner ben Avram Cohen. Thank you so, so much to our anonymous sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor a future shear, brsonline.org slash sponsor, brsonline.org slash sponsor. We uh, continue, we're on Perak Yutes. We are in chapter 19 of Mesilus Hasharim. And we have been not only having defined what the Midah of Hasidus is, we're now talking about how to achieve it. Hasidus, to be a Hasid, means not to wear a furry hat and not to wear a long payas. To be a Hasid is not about identifying with a certain mode of dress or a certain era of Jewish history. Being a Hasid is a mentality, it's a way of life, it's an attitude. It's living a life of piety. It's going above and beyond and not getting away with the bare minimum of all that we do. We began by describing what that means in the area of money, to not simply spend the least, to not get away with the least, but to go above and beyond. I mentioned when people ask me, what quality and what expense of mezuzah should they buy? I ask, what kind of car do you drive? Commensurate with the life that we live in pampering ourselves, in achieving pleasure for ourselves, should be what we expend, what we spend on the mitzvahs we do. Do we want to get away with the bare minimum when we buy our Dalad Minim, our Lulav and Esrog, our Tefillin, when we adorn our Shabbos table? Or do we want to live the way we do in other areas of our life, trying to have nice clothing, nice jewelry, nice car, and so on and so forth? The Ramchal continues and he says, B'nefesh. What does it mean to be a Chassid? What does it mean to pursue piety in the area of spirituality? It means to do whatever you can to bring the other person satisfaction, to make the other party happy, whether it has to do with their kavod, their honor, whether it has to do with other areas or arenas of life. So what does it mean? <clears throat> to me, a good friend is not to get away with the bare minimum. To be a good friend is not to duck your head or hide or withdraw when your friend needs something. To be a good friend is to know a friend so well that you anticipate their needs, you predict their needs, you fulfill their needs, you exceed their expectations. That's what it means to be a good spouse, a good friend, a good colleague, a good family member. It means to go above and beyond, to be a chassid, not just to get away with the least you can do, but in fact to predict, to anticipate, to do more than is expected of you, to go above and beyond, to give a nachas ruach, midas chassidus lasoso. And what it means to be a good friend is to not aggravate, is to not exacerbate, is to not compound a stressful situation. To be a good friend is not to ask questions that, with no filter, that are none of your business just because you're curious, even though it will put the other person on the spot. To be a good friend is not to um, rely or pressure or create more problems, but rather, it's to remove, it's to relieve it's to alleviate whatever pressure, whatever stress, whatever problems are there. That's the goal of a friend. The friend is not to make things more complicated. 
your friend is making a simcha, it's corona, it's so complicated, they don't know how they're going to do it, and now you're going to come insist what table you sit at, what friends you're with, what has to happen. You're just making your friend's life harder, not easier. To be a chassid of a friend, to be a pious friend, to be a good friend, to be a friend who goes above and beyond, is to try to make our friends' lives easier, not harder, simpler, not more complicated. To be part of the solution, not part of their problems. That's chesed. It's to do chesed. To treat others how we would want to be treated. If we're going through a difficult time, then it means to not... We wouldn't want the whole world knocking at our door. We want the whole world satisfying their curiosity by poking their noses in places it doesn't belong. So we shouldn't either ask ourselves, am I a chassid of a friend? Am I a pious, good friend? Do I try to make my friends' lives easier? Do I anticipate? Do I go and beyond? Do I exceed their expectations? Do I take away and relieve their pain? Or do I add to it? And along the same line, says the Ramchal, to be a chassid, to be pious in friendship and interpersonal relationships, is to pursue peace. You know, some people get a thrill. Some people love the controversy. They love the tension. They make it a bucket of popcorn, and they pull up their chair to a front row seat, and somehow they're entertained. Somehow they're relieved it's not them. Somehow, sadly, and in some bizarre way, people derive some pleasure by seeing the conflict, the tension between others. But that's not the Jewish way. That's not who we are. To be a chassad of interpersonal relationships is to thrive on peace, is want to pursue peace, is to bring about peace, to be forgiving and forgoing, to let it go, to not harbor, to not stand on ceremony, to not contribute, and to not thrive. Leave that WhatsApp group or that email chain that's simply about machlokis, about conflict. Drop out of that conversation, pivot, change the conversation, move on, but don't participate, don't contribute to machlokis, to strife, to conflict. That's not being a good friend. That is not what it means to be a chassid. Says the Ramchal, now that I've laid out this, uh, pas- this, this uh, suggestion, so now let me bring evidence from the words of our rabbis. Even though what I'm saying is obvious, says the Ramchal, I don't need to bring evidence from our great rabbis. I don't need to bring statements of Chazal to prove what it means to be a good friend with your money and with your soul, with your emotions, with your heart and with your body. And these are the three arenas he's talking about in interpersonal relationships. He started out, Baguf, you know, someone's walking in the room, they're carrying something heavy. Some people pretend they didn't see it and others jump and run instinctively, intuitively to go help. That's Baguf. Bimamon, our resources. Are we generous with our resources or are we stingy? Is it all about ourselves? And Benefesh, with our soul. Do we fargin others? Are we able to be happy and celebrate with others? Do we take part in their joy and their success if it's, if it's our own? Or do we have Scheidenfreude? Do we somehow get some sick pleasure from the failure of others, from the stumbling of others, for the, uh, for the lack of success in others? Do we thrive on machlokas, on tension? Or do we thrive on peace? All of this determines, all of this is what's about. These are the building blocks of what it means to be a chassid in friendship and interpersonal relationships of what it means to be a good friend. But Perak B'nei Ha'ir in the Gemara Megillah says, Sha'alu Talmidah V'srubi Zakai, Ba'meh Herachta Yamim. We have many rabbinic conversations where a student asks the teacher, why did you merit such a long life? What did you do? Why do you believe you merited a long life? So Amar Lahem, in this case, Rabbi Zakai said, Mi Yamai Lohishtanti Bisoch Arba Amashot Filo, V'lo Chinisi Shem L'chaveirai, 
He said, I think the reason is that I always honored the place of prayer. I never defiled it, desecrated it. I have never called anyone by a nickname, meaning I didn't just humor or get a quick laugh from other people by assigning a nickname to someone who didn't want it, didn't want to be called by it. And I never failed to make Kiddush over wine on Shabbos. He said, furthermore, I had an elderly mother. Once I had an elderly mother, once when it was necessary, she sold her veil, her head covering, to obtain wine from me for Kiddush. We have a case of tremendous piety in the area of being meticulous and vigilant for mitzvos. Because it was Zakai was already absolved from obtaining wine for Kiddush. He didn't have the mother. He didn't have the mother. He didn't have the money. He couldn't afford it. So he was exempt from buying the wine for Kiddush. And his mother went ahead and sold her shetel, lace top. You know how much money that was? You know how much that cost? You know what a sacrifice it was? So he could have a fine wine to make Kiddush, to honor the Shabbos. Wow, what a midah of chasidus, to go above and beyond, to exceed the expectations, to do more than what is asked. Tos was there on that Gemara says that when he says, I never called a friend by a nickname, he didn't just mean a disparaging nickname. He didn't just mean I never insulted a friend by using a demeaning nickname. He says, even a, I just never use nicknames. You don't know if a person is really okay with the nickname or not, whether they're okay or happy being referred to or called by that name. So he went above and beyond. He dignified his friends by using their proper name, by never using a nickname. So it's one example, one Gemara, of what it means to be a chassid in friendship with our body, with our resources, and with our emotions, with our soul, to go above and beyond, to exceed expectations, to do more than what's asked, to be a good friend interpersonally, and to be a good friend to the Almighty, to not just get away with a bidyevid life. It's good enough. It has to be good enough to not strive for good, but to have an ambition for great. Similarly, Ravuna tied a string around his garment. He had sold his belt in order to buy wine for Kiddush. He had every excuse in the world. He was exempt. He could have gotten away without it. And yet, he sold his belt in order to have the money for wine. It's what it means to go beyond in our relationship with Hashem, in our relationship. This is the question to ask ourselves these weeks as we're learning the 19th chapter of Mesil Susharim. Are we a chassid of friendship? Are we a fair weather friend or are we a chassid, a pious friend? What kind of friend are we? What kind of friend are we to God? What kind of friend are we to the people around us? What kind of friend are we to our family members? Do we hide and do we cower and do we look away or do we jump instinctively at the opportunity to help and to be able to make their lives easier? We hope others will be good friends to us and we will be good friends to them. Again, if you'd like to sponsor a shear, join us at brsonline.org slash sponsor. One easy landing site. You can choose the date, write the language, make the payment, and we appreciate all of your support in promoting Torah. We thank you. If you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll be notified in real time every time we go live with a learning opportunity. For example, 8.45, Living with Amuna this morning. Tonight, 9 p.m., you do not want to miss it. We are going behind the beam, back live with Rabbi Moskowitz, Rabbi Brody, special guest, Yosef Mendelevich, the famous Russian refusenik, a real hero. You do not want to miss his story. It's at 9 p.m. tonight, behindthebeam.com. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy.